The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Live from our studios in Austin, Texas, this is Drinkin' Bros Fake News with Ross Patterson, Dan Holloway, Papa G with the Travel. How you feel? Not good. Yeah. Field reporter, Hot Bob. And Delco Dan with Sports. Welcome to Fake News. Yeah! Welcome to Drinking Bros Fake News, everybody. Bringing you the realest, fakest news from over the weekend. Got some real news at the top of the show to start off with. If you're in Houston, we made it inside the Kroger's down there, D'Anthony. Big fan of Kroger. Oh, yeah. I used to eat there as a kid, actually. Eat they, there? Yeah, they had a salad bar at the one in oh, uh, yeah. Georgia, and it was the best Caesar salad yeah. I ever had in my life. I think the the pepperoni at the salad bar is what originally turned me into a criminal. Because <laughs> I used to snatch like a handful of that shit so as soon I. as I walked into the goddamn building. Yep. Yeah, I would take that, and I would take uh, one hard-boiled egg mm. as well. And there. I would be very cavalierly flipping them into my mouth one at a time. Yeah, I wasn't hiding it. My mom would look down from time to time like, where'd you get those? And, like, <laughs> brought them from home. <laughs> they didn't have cameras everywhere back then. No, It was no. pretty much uh, it was on the honor system. Yeah, it sure was. I, I used to sneak them as well. Big fan of Kroger. Houston, Texas. <clears throat> We're inside you there. And then Austin, Texas. There is an HEB, which is the the biggest grocery store in the state of Texas, um, right by our studio at Nutty Brown. The HEB in Nutty Brown will be doing a live meet and greet there on Friday night from 4.30 to 7.30 p.m. right next to the studio over here. Come and join us. We'll have uh, plenty of free swag, some gear, and there's a tasting in there, so you can drink it in the store. I just don't know whether or not they're going to let us eat food like right off the shelves. That's the only thing I'm unsure of right now. Uh, but I'm going to test that out. I think they should. I think they should, too. I would like to get a nice little uh, Hot Pocket uh, microwave going in there, you know? Uh, just pop them right in the microwave. <laughs> well, got a only sushi. for Hot Pockets. they got a sushi bar. Oh, shit, you're right. They do. And fried rice and shit like that up there. They're so. chopping it up Benny Hanna style mm-hmm. over there. So we can make a night of it. Join us this Friday night in Austin, Texas, 4.30 to 7.30 p.m. H-E-B, free hard AF seltzers. Let's fucking go. All right, kids, you know the rules. On these uh, Monday fake news shows, we always start with the memes. How dark are these getting today? Um, people have sent me them as well. Don't send them from uh, Zero Blog Thirsty or Zero Dark Thirsty. Is that the accounts? We already follow them. So yeah. it's like we see this. You um, got you to gotta find some that are on, off the, the beaten path. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we like. For sure. Uh, what do you got here to start us off with this week? Um, <laughs> oh, boy. 
Yeah, they're pretty rough. Um, really? This first one is, I think I alluded to this on the Black Kevin show, mm -hmm. and I butchered the joke, so I wanted to show it to everybody so you could see what the actual joke was. <laughs> um, it's called White Sperm. <laughs> All right, White Sperm. Here we go. Uh, Bob, I don't think you can read that out loud. I well, would imagine I will. Bob uh, can. Y'all N-words uh, be unemployed getting girls pregnant. How your sperm work, but you don't. Uh, and then underneath it, it says the sperm is white. Nailed it. Nailed it. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of messages from that Not So Black History Month episode we did. Did you know that that stayed in the charts on iTunes for uh, five consecutive days? A lot of uh, thanks <laughs> is what I got, actually. Same. Same. People enjoyed it. They were like, fuck. We got an NFL player that's joining the Drinker Bros Sports this fall for the NFL show for every episode. And he goes, God damn it, dude. The shit you guys are able to get away with is fucking insane. Yeah, have you tried not giving a fuck? Yeah, that's what I said. And he goes, I don't give a fuck. And I go, great. So yeah, you say whatever you go. want here. Yep. He's already rich, so he doesn't care. Yeah, totally. <clears throat> uh, what do we got next? Next up, we've got Downlander. Mm, boy. Well, you know exactly what I already know what this is. I already know what this is. Oh, boy. Do you pay close attention to the laser eyes part because they come out like all cockeyed? <laughs> That's my favorite part of this video. <laughs> uh, Downlander yeah. is uh, well, that's what you think it is. Tomlander, yeah. Tomlander with, with with a guy with Down syndrome. Yeah, and unclear if he's also addicted to breast milk. No idea. The Homelander character is so. No idea over there. Um, this next one is kind of long. Actually, there's a couple of longer sketches in here but they were so funny that i just couldn't bypass them fuck it so this one's called hard r kitchen okay <laughs> no one i'm getting there What's up, my pickmakers? Today on Single Dad's Kitchen, we'll be talking about the hard R nope. romance, which has been very hard for me. Very hard R. You know, even those guys on Love on the Spectrum are getting giant. That one girl's hot. F Terry especially hard today because he's the reason my wife and I are broken eyes and she's up and I'm broken. You have a good heart. Get off. Why is there a cat under the table? Finally, a pussy that wants to be around me and our pet cat. What are you wearing? You look like little red priding hood. Let's talk about some fondues and fondants. <laughs> Ow, rat dick. Cat bit my ankle. Cat dick. Fucking cord sucks worse than the Kardashians at NBA All-Star Weekend. Because the girl from J-Date ghosted me at Red Lobster, we'll be using her gift. This heart shaped box reminds me that I want Terry to Kurt Cobain himself. Is that guy that painted? Oh, yeah, he painted one wall. <laughs> Ninja removed the one that had caramel. Ow, We're about to make a bigger chocolate mess than when that stripper's water broke on my lap at Club Escalade. Yes, I know what today is. No, not Valentine's Day. It's Black History Month. You're fucking racist. Stop shouting the N-word. Okay, hate you too. Tasty cock. That sounds like one of my preferences on porn. Oh, these look like precious as butthole. Oh, tastes like it too. <laughs> You'd agree if you were casting The Golden Bachelor. If I were to see old people fuck, I'd just start looking in the windows of the nursing home again. Last time I saw something this dark and full of liquor, Patrick Mahomes' dad was at a DUI checkpoint. <laughs> no, that's not real. Right? Oh, this looks like fondue. Dude. I'm getting two girls, one cup PTSD. Is that a Tyler Perry movie? Well, it's actually better. To help me enjoy the fondue today, I have this giant fruit and an apple. Where'd you get that outfit? You look like Marvin Gaye. His dad and me might have something in common. Pegging the fruit. <laughs> now to see if it's busting or not. Wow. Mmm. Dad, how are we gonna clean this up? Oh, the neighbor's dog will get it. Cupid's heart boner. Valentine's D. All right, read. Ah, that's up my a great yeah. sketch. I, I really like. There's so many one-liners in here. I want to highlight one of them. Just the lead-in. What's up, my pick? Knickers. Mm -hmm. Big fan. Yeah, uh, uh, Jadena did a song like that. It's called My Knickers, and he's talking about his pants. <laughs> the whole song. It's really funny. Um, shout out the name of their little comedy. Yeah, who is here. that? That's uh, very good. That's very good. Joe Hamrick. Okay. 
Uh, how many followers does he have? I'll check. I um, like the edits and the quick cuts, and Joe he actually Ham- had to write these jokes. Joe Hamrick comedy, uh, almost 50,000 followers. Not follow enough. this guy. Not yeah, enough. Follow him. Way more. Um, and, and by the way, the reason why Dan and I do this shit is we actually want to see more comedy and people succeed. So yeah. like, if you have a dope sketch, we'll definitely shout you out. Follow this group, because uh, I watched SNL over the weekend with Shane Gillis. Same thing. You're like, fuck. We started if a- you just would have stacked... A whole goddamn cast with, with that, you'd have a great show again. I don't really get it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Um, yeah, it was very good. This next Shame was. This next one's called Slow Cooker. Okay. Slow Cooker. Oh, I got the boy. Oh, okay, hold on. Sorry. There we go. Yeesh. So- I have a feeling. I have a feeling. Oh, my God. It smells amazing. Yeah, I got the slow cooker going. Oh, nice. <laughs> I fucking knew it, dude. I knew it. Oh my god, it smells amazing. <sighs> Those guys are funny too. They do a lot of funny sketches. What's Crack, the name? Cracker Milk. Cracker Milk? Yeah. No, big fan. Big I think fan. they're uh, Australian. All right. Um, this next one's called A Special Bet. A Special Bet. Okay. Bob, you're going to have to read this one. So it's like a cartoon, and there's a sad girl on the bed thinking to herself, I bet he's talking to other girls. And then I cut to this guy, how can I gamble on the Special Olympics? He's ty- typing it into Google. Yeah. yeah. And I think uh, we're close. We are. I, we This close on mybookie.com. This fucking close. <clears throat> they pulled it the last second, but I think another site left it. Mm. Um, but look, if we're gambling on everything else, anyways, who cares? Uh, and I just want to see the prop bets. Same. That's all I want, dude. Prop I bets. actually want to make the prop bets. <laughs> <laughs> um, next up is female pilots. Female pilots. There we go. Let's see this one. Read Come. the caption first, Bob. My genuine reaction to seeing a flight deck with three amazing and powerful female pilots for the first time. Oh, yeah. No, go. this is somebody's real post. It's somebody else used for you. Hey, y'all, that building's getting pretty close. Yep. I knew it was coming. I didn't even know this. I knew the, I knew the 9-11 building was coming. I didn't even know those women were Muslim. No, sure so, didn't either. That's dude. news. <laughs> <clears throat> Was there really three female pilots on there? No. No, that would scare. What the do you shit think? They me. sent three female jihadis over here. That would scare the shit out of me. No, I mean on this plane that they were on. Oh on yeah, yeah, part. yeah. Okay. But why Sheesh. three? I don't know. There's a pilot and co-pilot. The other one was just there for support. I'm not sure how that. Works. She was tracking the moon, so everybody knows what mood they're supposed to be in. I guess. <laughs> um, this next one's called "Roasted by Italians." Okay. Roasted. I don't remember what this one by is. By Italians. <clears throat> Oh yeah, this is so the Italian, uh, yeah, an Italian TV show made this sketch about Biden. Okay, it's kind of long. We don't have to play all of it, but the first part is pretty funny. Buonasera, Presidente Biden. Presidente. Good evening, Mr. Pre- not President uh, Biden. President. Okay. It's funny how other countries are doing are it, but President, our own country isn't. Like mm-hmm. SNL doesn't do any President of these shows. Biden. Here. Yes, yes. Good evening. Buonasera. Yes. Yes. Eh? I said to the president of Israel, si. Mikhail Gorbachev. No, no, non è Gorbachev, non è Gorbachev, il presidente dell'Israele, no. 
Sorry, Michael Jordan. No, 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 no. When he went to the moon. Quando è andato sulla luna. And he was shot from Dallas. Ma non hanno sparato lui a Dallas, quello è Kennedy. Uh, you can cut it here, no. Bob. It's, I, it's funny that other countries are doing this. This is the third country with their version of SNL and sketch comedians that have done Biden. Mm-hmm. SNL, because I watched for Shane Gillis, obviously. Uh, they led with a GOP cold open at a restaurant. I was like, why? I, well, like, well, it's because it's a propaganda tool. That's why. I understand that. But you have a guy who uh, was finally able to say retards live on air. Um, now, whether or not he'll be back, no idea. But he did say, <clears throat> "Yeah, we'll see." Um, <laughs> this next one is kind of—it's old, but it's making the rounds again, and I just think it's really funny. It's called "I'm Asking the Questions," and it's a guy. I mean, you can—the caption says, "Asking cops the same silly questions they ask us," and this is real, by the way. Okay, it's fucking hilarious. Watching you take pictures of our parking lot—what's this about? Is that a problem? Yeah, this is a police law enforcement parking lot. That is. Oh, who are you? I'm Detective Mike Jardine. Oh, yeah? What are you working on? What are you working on right now? Several cases. Okay. It doesn't matter what I'm working oh. on. I'm asking you, what are you doing here taking pictures? Where have you uh, Where have you been today? Have you been here all day, or have you been out and about a little bit? What is this about? Who are you? I'm, I'm asking the questions. Where have you been today? <laughs> no, have you been here? I'm asking the questions. You're on this property... You're you're on this property, so you need to ask answer my questions. Are you drunk? Why are you slurring your words today? Have you been to the bar today at all? Who are you? I'm an investigator. Investigator for who? Investigative journalist. I investigate corrupt officials. So I'm wondering, where have you been today? Have you been here all day, or have you been out at the bar at all? Working on a fraud case. That's okay. where I've been. Okay. Have you been to the bar at all today? No. You got any drugs on you? Have you used any drugs today? What a ridiculous question. Would you submit to a breathalyzer for me right now? You're ridiculous. You know that? You got about five minutes to get out of here right now. Or what? You're you're on my property. This isn't your yeah, property. Yeah, shut the hell up. Get out of here now. What'd you say? I said shut up and get out no, of here. No, you get out of here now. Get your butt back in your office you and do your up. job. You shut up and get you out You get of your here. butt back in your office no. and do your job. <laughs> wow, dude. Is that real? Yeah. <laughs> Who fucking did that? I don't know, but it's hilarious. It's really fucking yeah. funny. Holy shit! <clears throat> who did, who was the name of that group, Bob? Or, or, or this it's guy? some brand of dickhead. That was wow. reposted. Yeah. If I if I was the cop, uh, there's no way I would have been able to not laugh at that. Me neither. That's fucking funny as shit. Funny as shit, dude. I would have lost my God, shit. God, have a fucking sense of humor. He, it, I feel like he almost had him. He almost got him to laugh middle of the way through, and then he started to get butthurt about it. That's stupid. Yeah, I agree. Uh, holy shit, dude. This last one is another really good sketch. Uh, it's called, and I think Black Rifle actually gets kind of a quasi-shout-out in this. Uh, I just titled it Black History Month. Okay. Black History Month, which we still got two more days. Yeah. Two more days. Is it a leap year this year? Yeah. Fuck. Three more days. We got three more days. Some of my most popular Black History Month rebrands include Diet Coke, Sugar Free at Last, Once You Go Jack, You Never Go Back, Wahonda Forever, Fight the Power, A, Spanx, Obama, I, BLM, African American Rifle, Coffee, NASCAR, <laughs> Only Race We See Is On The Track, I Have A Dream On A Serta Mattress, You're Invited To The Cookout, Not Just For Crackers Barrel, Durango <laughs> Unchained, and of course, NFL and Racism, If Only They Could End Domestic Abuse. Hi, I'm Christoph, <laughs> and I'm the graphic designer that helps major corporations put the soul in We Just Sold. 
sold our soul, pandering for Black His and her story mom. What? No, tell Simply Cotton and the Masters Golf Tournament they have to sit this one out. There have been some brands that weren't a good fit. Doritos had a collab with Kanye West. George Bush doesn't care about snack people. That campaign <laughs> got a Tell him, weirdly enough, the BBC does not have to rebrand. I'm not going to explain that one. Do I think that most of these companies are pandering for profit during Black History Month? Some of my good, very good. Shout out his uh, name there, Bob. That's uh, Joey Thompson comedy. Joey Thompson Joey comedy. Thompson comedy. How many followers does he have? That's a really good sketch. Fifty-one uh, k. No shit. That's Not crazy, enough. man. Not enough. Uh, follow those guys for sure. And then uh, before we hop into the first story here, uh, we'll go to the Drinking Bros podcast Instagram. Uh, we use dance uh, appearance on Jesse Waters here, so I haven't seen this in its entirety here. You don't know if we'll ever be allowed back on Fox for this. Uh, you know, we'll see. Okay. What happened here? Or should we'll just play the clip, actually. There we go. Play Biden going to be the nominee. Uh, well, that I don't know. But what I do know is that uh, watching him perform on a day-to-day basis kind of feels like watching the movie Zoolander. Remember that? Mm-hmm. The files are inside the computer. They just don't understand how anything works anymore, shouting at the sky. Um, I really don't know. Do you have your cheat sheet with you, Jesse? You know you're supposed to sit in I'm your sorry. seat, right? You know what? You're right. This is uh, Dan Holloway. Uh, <laughs> are you going to ask me a question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. And then, you know, Gavin's the perfect guy to step in there. He looks like the the white rich villain from every Disney movie I've ever seen. <laughs> like, can you could you like bake this guy up any worse? Good Lord. Well, I mean, he's. Basically teed up to take it over. Kamala is not even in the running anymore. What kind of firefight are we going to see on the left if they just leapfrog the first female black VP and give it to the guy who's tall, white and handsome? That's a good question, man. I don't know. Honestly, um, you know, I, I don't know if you noticed this today, but he kind of like semi endorsed Nikki Haley for the for the GOP today, which is pretty interesting. Who did? Gavin Newsom. He, he was did? like, yeah, she would be a better candidate than Trump. She should, they should go all in on her, yeah. Ooh, so they're playing games in our primary. Uh, we're playing games in their primary. I mean, I mm. guess it's what politics is all about, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, speaking of Haley, by the way, I don't know if you've noticed how audaciously she's been playing into the military spouse thing lately, um, almost to an offensive degree, particularly because you know, she doesn't have a great track record with that. Listen, Nimarada, you can't play that card when you cheated on your husband while he was deployed. I'm sorry. You're just done with that forever. Is that even true? <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, not sure if that's true, but it is what it is. It's Happy definitely Friday, true. Dan. Seems like you've had a few already. We love you. No, no, not me. <laughs> is Joe- wow. So he's definitely squirming there because he's afraid of a, a lawsuit from sure. the family. The problem is, though... For your defamation suit, you got to prove that it wasn't true. We, we know the, the people's names. Yeah. I mean, there's two dudes have signed affidavits yep. saying they fucked her. Yes. So I'm just referencing that. That's but I don't all think there he, is. he had no idea about any of this stuff, I don't think. I don't think so either. Which um, is interesting because everybody in Republican politics knows about this. They're all just too afraid to say it out loud. But I have no such fear, obviously. I, and I understand that. What I can't figure out is why. Because uh, going back to something you said earlier because in that of the interview. Donors. The here, donors support her. That's well, why. Well, the, the, uh, something else you said in that interview earlier was true, which was uh, I watched that Gavin Newsom interview. And, yeah, he was very supportive of Nikki Haley. Mm-hmm. 
obviously she's getting paid for by Democratic donors and all that other shit. Um, and that's why she's still in the race, which will lead us into our, our top story here. Uh, Trump absolutely destroyed her uh, at the primary Saturday nights in uh, South Carolina. Donald Trump won South Carolina's Republican primary on Saturday by 20 fucking percentage points. 20. In her own states. She was a governor of. And she's still not going to get out there. Uh, So he easily beat Nikki Haley there. Trump has now swept every contest that counted for Republican delegates, uh, adding to previous wins in Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands. And uh, I'm not sure what's up next on Tuesday, Bob, but if you could look that up, that'd be great. I know Super Tuesday's the weekend afterwards. Uh, Haley is facing growing pressures to leave the race, but says uh, she's not going anywhere despite losing the state where she was governor from 2011 and 2017. It was six fucking years. It's not like she was just there for six months and had a cup of coffee and left. Looks like uh, Michigan's tomorrow. Michigan's tomorrow. Yeah, she was the governor um, and then the ambassador to the U.N. Mm -hmm. right right after that. Appointed by Trump. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So a 2020 rematch between uh, President Trump and President Joe Biden is becoming increasingly increasingly inevitable at this point. Haley has vowed to stay in the race uh, through at least the next batch of primaries on March 5th, known as Super Tuesday, but was unable to dent Trump's momentum in her home state despite holding uh, a shit ton of campaign events and rallies and everything else. (laughs) She actually opened up uh, her doors to local press from everywhere just to try to get any press. Um, One of them was here. Yeah, and that's not including who she opened up her legs for. No, that's that's a long list, isn't it? I don't know how long it is. I just know it's longer than just her husband. Two. It's a, well, we it's know a minimum two guys. Two. Really, yeah. Yeah. Minimum of two there. Uh, yeah. I mean, people have been making hay about um, like the old queen on MSNBC, Lawrence O'Donnell. If he's straight, I'll fucking shoot myself in the head, dude. <laughs> Not one fucking prayer. <laughs> Anyways, uh, he, he's like, yeah, Biden actually won by. The pe- people on the left are calling this a disaster for Trump. Because Biden won by 96. He won 96 to 4 against some dude that no one's ever fucking heard of. Not a major political candidate. No, not, I, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't know there was, there was anybody else running against him. I, yeah, I, I don't know what the guy's name is. Um, so why is that a disaster? Dean again? Phillips. Um, I guess that he, like he's the presumptive nominee. I mean, you could call him, for, as far as Republic, the Republican Party goes, he's kind of the incumbent because he was the nominee last time too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and if an incumbent only won 60% of the vote, that would be a problem. So gotcha. n- maybe there's something to that. Who knows? But um, <clears throat> the uh, the f- the donors don't agree. So Americans for Prosperity, which is the Koch brothers pack, um, the one that got Citizens United passed. By the way, I know I don't. For some reason, recently, people on the right, especially like this fucking new this this new like weird right uh, uh, who think the Jews are in control of everything again. Um, they're like, oh, actually, it was Hillary Clinton that did Citizens United. Nope. Now, they benefited from it, sure, just like everybody else did. But it was Mitt Romney. Corporations are people, my friend. Yeah. And Americans for Prosperity that wrote that model legislation, just to be clear. Anyways, um, they are her biggest donor, and they pulled funding. They said they still support her as a candidate, but they're not going to give her any more money. The Koch brothers. Yeah. So, yeah. But, but, and people wonder why. Why is she still in? Blah, blah, blah. So here's what you can do if you're a political candidate. If you have, um, if you have a war chest, you can 
and and politicians do this shit all the time. You can drop out of the race and then start a pack, right? So you're no longer a candidate. Now you're a fucking issues person. So you're on the other side of that wall. Yep. You can take unlimited money. You can fucking hire yourself as a consultant mm-hmm. and pay yourself all the money in your war chest or whatever the fuck else you want to do. So and, that's why. And I think that's the only reason she's there is because Democrats are funding this. Um, and, and she's going to get to keep the money. Now, why they're funding this, I can't really figure it out here because if you noticed... Um, oh, I mean, sure. Yeah, you, you, you understand why. They, they want to. They want to make Trump look weak. They had to create this headline that oh, he only won sixty percent of the vote in South Carolina. That's why. But she was the fucking governor in her own state. Like, yeah, she should get forty percent of the goddamn sure. vote. Um, but, but still, they need that headline. So I guess. But it to me, I, I don't think any of this shit really does anything. I mean, here's what I've noticed throughout this uh, GOP campaign. Um, it started with Nikki Haley surging. She's going to win New Hampshire. She's going to win Iowa. Mm. Uh, all of that was untrue. And all of it went away. Uh, surging in the polls, surging in the polls is all we kept seeing out of there. Uh, then we went to, on the Democratic side, I'll stick with them. Then they completely buried RFK. That, I mean, that guy is fucking invisible right now, and the media refuses to cover him at all. So that tells me that they really think that RFK would suck up votes from Biden because we have not seen that motherfucker in weeks. Dude. Yeah, RFK would have been the Bernie bros catch-all, mm-hmm. right? That, that group of people who were kind of black-pilled towards the establishment and wanted it, but weren't comfortable with Trump's loud mouth, they would vote for RFK now instead of Bernie, like in 2016. But the weird thing is, man, um, to see it happening in their own party just to eliminate a candidate from the media altogether, so wild to me. Uh, and then now the new narrative is this, now that they know Trump is going to win, uh, is that he's having brain lapses mm-hmm. or whatever. Watch one of his fucking rallies. Um, the guy, it's, it's the same fucking dude every single time. Uh, he's hilarious and out of control and all that other shit, but nothing has changed. Um, even more so, did you see the guy from uh, the president from Argentina who met him? Yeah. Over the weekend? I, I didn't see them meet or anything, but I know who he is. Oh, what happened? Uh, Bob, pull up uh, Make <clears throat> Argentina Great Again on Twitter. This dude, you want to talk? I mean, it was like he was meeting fucking Michael Jackson for the first time as a kid. Like, he was excited as shit. There you go. Play it from the top because he screams out his fucking name r- loud as shit. And it was, I mean, scary. Where you were like, whoa. <laughs> That's weird. Which is like, he's just a huge fan. Why is the MCA playing? Yeah, I'll, I'll say in a second. So they were at some pack thing or whatever, and it was in between speakers. Press pause real quick, Bob. So the thing that they catch him later on in the video saying is uh, MAGA, and he keeps screaming MAGA at President Trump. And Trump's like, yeah, yeah, that's you, you support the movement. He goes, no, make Argentina great again. And that line caught over the weekend there. Uh, with these two guys, but uh, you're going to see those headlines, I think, fill up the rest of this primary season of, yeah. well, Trump's not mentally capable either. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, I was, you know, that that's the new narrative. It is. Right, that, because uh, <clears throat> they, they tried really hard to get everybody to believe that Biden's brain was okay, and it's clearly not. Nobody believed it. So now it's like, well, yeah, his brain's fucked, but so is Trump's a little bit, so careful. Right. Like, no, nobody buys that stuff. Now, as far as this guy goes, I don't know why he's so impressed with Trump. He's been better as president so far than Trump was, frankly. Right? Who? He, Malay. 
Oh, I don't know much about him. Well, he 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 shrank their government from twenty four federal departments down to nine. <laughs> really? Yep. And you know what? He, he didn't try to ban fucking bump stocks. He didn't. He didn't support red flag laws. You know, he didn't fucking let uh, a crazy Fauci overrun the country with bullshit. What but is the, the gun re- regulations in Argentina? Forgive me, I don't. I know. have no idea. Okay. But I'm I'm guessing they're going to open up pretty soon because in terms of uh, what do you want to call it deficit, they're very much not the same politically. Like running a deficit and stuff like that. Uh yeah, certainly not because I think uh, Malaya has already produced what like a twenty-seven billion dollar surplus. Yeah, uh, it's, I can't find the exact thing, but it says Argentina's gun laws are not seen as strict. Okay, so. Uh, but as far as the rest of this primary is going to go here and how this is all going to shake out, obviously Trump's going to win. Super Tuesday should mm, sorry. be it, it next week. So for the first month, or for for this for February or from January, the first month he was in office, uh, a five hundred and eighty nine million dollar uh, surplus for the month. There you go. Yeah. Now he's starting to think like which an means you know if we were if we were to do something like that because Trump tripled the national debt. If we were to do something like that, then you could start paying the debt off. Paying, I mean, the interest on the debt is like over a trillion dollars a year now. Yeah. So that's not great. Uh, and then you could reduce taxes as well because we don't need the federal government to have that amount of power. The more responsibility you give the federal government, the more power they have. Mm-hmm. You, do you guys realize that, right? That's yeah. how that works? Yeah. It's like, oh, I want the government to take care of this. Okay, cool. You've given them authority over it now. Fuck that. So... Trump should be treating this guy like that, to be honest, because he's a much better leader than Trump ever was. And he looks like Austin Powers, which is pretty funny. I'm a big fan of the look here. Uh, I like <clears> his spirit, and he has open threesomes, and he talks about that during his candidacy. That's what it takes to be great. It sure does. You know, sure as a does. political leader, what political leader you know that didn't have threesomes? You think JFK didn't have threesomes? Oh, he sure did. FDR was yeah. drive his wheelchair over look girls' titties and shit? Yeah, he was. And uh, Warm Springs, Everybody Georgia. Everybody knows it. Yeah. He was, he, was, he was putting the fucking wheelchair inside the springs mm. to heat up the wheels. Uh, but as far as the rest of this GOP uh, thing is going to go here, uh, obviously Super Tuesday is next week. That should be over. She's gone after that, right? Yeah. Haley's out of there. Have you heard inside stuff that she's gone from that? No, but they're, whatever donor base, I mean, they're just going to milk two more weeks of donor donations. Eight days, essentially, I guess. Uh, and then that's it. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> let me ask you this. Um, Trump continues to steamroll, wins everything, wins Super Tuesday, all that other shit. It is on the docket for the Supreme Court to decide whether or not to push these trials so that he can run a fair campaign. I don't What's going to happen there? I don't know about pushing the trials, but they, there's one decision that is whether or not he had uh, uh, executive privilege, mm-hmm. like immunity, essentially, right? Yes. In those cases. Um, so there's two of them. There's that one, and then there's mm. uh, a decision on whether or not to push the trials until after the election. Um, once he's the presumptive nominee, yeah, I think you've got to do both, to be honest. Although I don't think, I don't think, in the particular case he's talking about, we've talked about this before, I don't think he had executive privilege because he was acting as a candidate and not as a president. But it doesn't, who fucking cares, man? Honestly, this is stupid. Yeah, either way. He's going to uh, <clears throat> he's going to be the nominee, so they're going to have to decide if they want to be if if they're going to let the justice system decide who the president is versus the electorate. And I, I think they'll choose the electorate, right? Mm-hmm. They've they've already struck down the Fourteenth Amendment claim 
that kind of disqualifies him for that. Right. So they're like, it would be consistent for them to let the electorate decide. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting and something to keep an eye on. Uh, another one to keep an eye on, uh, in the case of Trump is that settlements up in New York that the judge made where he, uh, valued Mar-a-Lago at $18 million. Mm. Um, I did not know he's supposed to pay this fine in 30 days mm-hmm. and every single day tax on an extra $87,000 in interest there. Yeah. And they also, um, for some reason, the judgment includes the ability to, to, um, appeal, but to appeal, you have to put a bond down. That's more than the judgment. $85 million or some shit like yes. that. Or whatever so so it's gotta be $85 million of a bond there just to appeal or she could technically take away uh, Trump Tower 30, yeah. 30 Trump, uh, and then something else. I forget what the other building is there, um, which is fucking wild to me that somebody uh, yeah, doesn't I mean, step in for that. They, it is nothing more than they're trying to fucking use a corrupt justice system to take him out as a candidate. That's all that is. Which those people should go to jail. Letitia James should be in prison for the rest of her life for that shit. Let's like try, judge trying to subvert and yeah, Alvin Bragg as well, the DA there. Like you, you should be done forever. If you use your power and authority in a position like that, whether you're DOJ or or an AG or a fucking DA or any of that stuff, if you use that to try to influence a political election like that, you should be imprisoned for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. You, you've literally tried to, from a position of power, subvert the will of the American people. You deserve to die in prison. Frankly, yeah. Right. I mean, that's like that's that's treason. That's a war, one of the worst things you could possibly do. Because a, a judge deciding on his own that a property what what it's worth is fucking insane to me. Oh yeah, that and you you know there's a Washington Post article from 1981 that says Mar-a-Lago was worth 20 million dollars then. Yeah. Like I don't I'm not sure if you've heard of inflation. Oh my god. Or dude. property value increases or anything like that. But get the fuck out of here, man. Even us. So we're going through this eminent domain thing. I met with the attorneys on Friday for it here for our property. And uh, yeah, I, there's, so there's a judge that will preside over the trial. The judge will not be making the decision on how much our land and buildings mm. are worth. Uh, that will be on text.the states versus us. Um, they will give us a number. We will give our number. And then uh, a judge and jury will meet in the middle on that. I mean, uh, pardon me, a jury will, will meet in the middle on that, not the judge. How a judge was allowed to do it in this case is fucking bananas to me. Um, and it's not like this guy moonlights is a fucking realtor. So it's wild, man. Uh, I'm, all this shit that's, that's coming up here, though, is, I mean, we're fuck, eight months away from the election. Mm-hmm. God damn, dude. Uh, that's wild. So what's coming up? A lot of decisions coming up here. We'll see what happens to, uh, to Trump. Uh, next up. The cost of open borders, immigration and uh, customs enforcement, uh, a.k.a. ICE, on Sunday confirmed that the Venezuelan national charged in connection with the murder of a 22-year-old Georgia nursing student, Lake and Riley, entered the U.S. illegally in 2022 and had previously been arrested in New York City. Fox News had previously reported that the 26-year-old Jose Antonio Abara charged with the murder of Riley on the University of Georgia campus, had crossed into the U.S. illegally near El Paso in September of 2022 and was paroled into the U.S., which is great. Uh, In a statement from Fox News Digital, ICE confirmed 
that he had been encountered by Customs and Border Protection on September 8th, 2022, after entering near El Paso and was paroled and released for further processing. Uh, ICE also confirmed that Ibarra had been arrested by the New York Police Department a year later on September 14th, 2023, and charged with acting in a manner to injure a child less than 17 and a motor vehicle license violation. Great. So single male enters the country, military age male enters the country, um, and then is released on his own recog to show back up for a court date that he'll never show up for, gets arrested for a violent crime, still doesn't get deported, Mm -hmm. right? Usually ERO would be all over this. This This would be... Uh, an immediate fucking deportation if you commit a violent crime while you're here illegally or illegally, right? If you're, yeah. if you're an immigrant. Um, but, you know, what are you going to do, man? I don't know. Shut I mean, down the border? Enforcing the law that already exists requires a bipartisan deal in Congress. It's not going to happen. Uh, no, nor should it. I mean, like none of this is going to happen. And you keep asking for this fucking funding for for Israel and Ukraine on top of it. Mm. It'll never fucking happen. Yeah. Normally when you if you're here illegally or if you're being tracked in the States, if you're even here on a visa and um, you get uh, arrested for any kind of reason, but particularly for a violent crime or DUI or something like that, something dangerous, um, they'll put a detainer on you, which means it's in the federal it's in the next system. It's in the federal system that when. You, when a local police station runs your fingerprints, they'll see the detainer. Like, Homeland Security wants this guy. Hold him in custody until they come pick him up. But sanctuary states like New York and California and others, they refuse to obey those detainers. Right. Right. So nullification, fair enough. It's a state. You can do what you want, but you got to live with these results. Now, in this case, um, <clears throat> this dude, 26, he came over and married some woman. Um another Venezuelan who's 23. She's got a five-year-old kid. Um, they were in, oh, <laughs> they, they got married like right over the border, basically. Okay. Were they trying to pair up their asylum cases? Yes. Yeah. And what she, the fuck she, does that she, do? She says so. We got married so we can join our asylum cases. He was the person I thought I could see through. We've known each other our entire lives. She doesn't believe he did it. But what is it that he did? Um, this woman, Lakin Riley... Um, she was at Augusta University as a nursing student. She was found dead Thursday after previously attending uh, University of Georgia before entering a nursing program, blah, blah, blah. So um, she, uh, police have charged a bar with malice, murder. I don't know what the fuck that means. Felony murder, aggravated battery, aggravated assault, false imprisonment, kidnapping, hindering a 911 call, and concealing the death of another. So he basically kidnapped and murdered this woman. Mm. And uh, look, we've got enough assholes of our own. We don't need to import them. No, no, we're all good over here. But uh, listen to these fucking assholes uh, chat about the border, because I don't don't know if you heard the latest. Uh, I believe Biden and Trump will be at the border next week. Is this Biden's first trip? He's forced to go there because Trump announced it. So Trump announced he was going down there. And then Biden, about two hours later, said, I'll be there, too. What what happens? Uh, Real quick. Malice murder is basically first degree murder. Okay. Um, What happens? If Trump and Biden get to a fistfight, because they they both have Secret Service protection, yeah, do they just like form a circle around him and let him go? Let it go. Just I throw, say, a, let throw it go. a knife or break a pool cue in half and throw it in the middle. Let like, it happen, dude. Winner, winner, wins. Yeah, I don't know who would win that. To be honest, Trump's not very athletic, but so he's somebody's a lot more 
cognizance. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's got the weight factor too. All mm. he has to do is uh, go to ground and pound on that, and he's got it. Oh man, I don't know. I mean, how many how many diet cokes is he in that day? Because he might not have any breath. Well, let's see. Trump is six three two fifteen, mm. um, according to that Georgia uh, mugshot. There. What do you what you reckon Biden is? A buck sixty five. Uh, he's six foot. He's probably like. He's thin. He's, in real he's life. probably one seventy. Yeah, he's thin. He's, he's not. Life. He's not a big man. Um, but uh, I'd like to see it happen. So yeah, one's going to Eagle Pass. Uh, I think the other one's going to El Paso, and I believe it's next week. And uh, it'll be fun to see what Biden uh, says down there. I think they should fight. It'd be great. Um, but as far as uh, listening to all these politicians on, because I watch all the shit on Sunday mornings. The you know they all show up on Meet the Press and all that other bullshit. Um, Gavin Newsom was on. Ironically, he keeps doing fucking interviews, that guy, as if he's going to be president. Um, but his statement... Well, he also visited the White House Yeah, on Friday, super mm-hmm. low-key. Yeah, just to look around, right? To see how he wanted to change the furniture, I think. <laughs> um, he's like, hey, there's a lot of uh, little like baby vomit stains everywhere. Who, who's doing that? Oh, God, dude. Uh, you don't think he's getting in, do you? No. I think they're going to ride this out with Biden now. I don't think there's going to be a guy. I think it's a punt and then try to let, then to spend four more years lighting Trump up so his, whomever comes next can't get elected. That's what I think. Dan, we got some sponsors to put this shit wagon on the air. First and foremost, Montana Knife Company. Yeah, that's old Josh Smith. Love Josh Smith. Huge cock. Yeah, he's got a huge one. He's got a big cock. You're huge, uh, we call him. Uh, he's actually coming on the show. Is he coming back? Next month sometime. I, I like think. Josh a yeah. lot. I like to embarrass the shit out of Josh. Yeah, he doesn't care. He Big likes fan of their company, man. Yeah. Montana Knife Company was founded by one of the most experienced master bladesmith in the world, Josh Smith. Been making knives for over 30 years, made in the USA, manufactured locally in Montana, designed, tested, and built by hunters. Montana Knife Company is a hunting knife company, first and foremost, sharpest knives out of the box, and the easiest knives to sharpen. Montana Knife Company is a young company, and they're working hard to keep up with the demand, so bear with them. Uh, Montana Knives sell out within minutes of being released. So head on over to MontanaKnifeCompany.com to see what's available now. Uh, Shit, for the first time ever, it says. They got all the knives are back in, in stock over there on the old site. Right now, you can grab yourself a Blackfoot 2.0, a Speedgoat, or a Stonewall Skinner. And uh, that promo code over there is DB10 for 10% off your first order at MontanaKnifeCompany.com. Again, that is promo code DB10 for 10% off your first order at MontanaKnifeCompany.com. Big fan of Josh. Uh, Next up, we got MyBookie.com. Promo code DRINKINGBROS doubles that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Uh, getting into one of my favorite times of the year, sports-wise. March Madness is right around the corner. Stock up that account, dude. Also got UFC 299. Tons of stuff to bet on. Flip on over to uh, Delco Dan's Dirty Golf Picks, too, on Drinking Bros Sports. Subscribe to that. We give out golf picks on Wednesdays. Uh, had a nice little top five, uh, little top five finish there today with, uh, with Jaeger bombs, dude. Uh, that won me some money, five hundo uh, over the weekends. Tons of stuff to bet on coming up here. Let's face it. Do you feel alive inside if you don't have a little bit on the action? No, no, you don't, dude. So uh, get off the couch 
and get in on the action today at mybookie.com. Just make sure to use that promo code DRINKINGBROS to double that first deposit all the way up to $1,000. Next up, we got BioPro Plus. I put one of these little guys underneath uh, my tongue every night before I go nai-nai. Guys, if you're over 30, you're going to want to hear this every year after puberty. HGH, human growth hormone, the hormone responsible for workout recovery, performance, and metabolism, and even sex drive, starts to decline sometimes by 50% by the age of 35. I just turned 34 yesterday. It doesn't matter who you are, how hard you train, or how good you eat. It's happening to all of us. That's where BioPro Plus comes in. BioPro Plus is the first of its kind non-synthetic alternative prescription HGH growth hormone treatments. All the benefits of uh, synthetic HGH without any of the needles, side effects, or doctor visits. Best part about BioPro Plus is it works uh, super fast, easy to use, and it's 100% safe. It's been trusted by physicians since uh, 2009, and the benefits can be felt in just days instead of months. Shit, man, we've been taking this for, I don't know, five, six months now at this point. Uh, It's great. Big fan of it. It just comes in like 30 little vials, dude. Boom, you pop one underneath the tongue before you go to sleep. You get a great night's sleep. Mm -hmm. Ready to pop back up in the morning and work out, Mm -hmm. dude. You'll feel a little sting there so you know that it's working. And uh, there's no needles, Anthony. It's the only sleep aid I've ever used that actually works. That doesn't give you like a fucking weird hangover or some other kind of bullshit. It's awesome. Big fan of it. So, if you want to fix the the way you perform, look, and feel without all the risk of the big pharma synthetic stuff, head on over to bioproteintech.com uh, or learn more by clicking the link in the audio description. Uh, and that's promo code DRINKINGBROS over at bioproteintech.com for $30 off your first order over there. Big fan. Last but not least, we got hardafseltzer.com. Got a live taste in here at HEB. D'Anthony and I will be there right next to the studio on 290. The HEB at Nutty Brown, 4.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. on Friday nights. Join us. Grab a 12-pack. Free tastings in stores. Get blackout. Do whatever you want over there. Also, uh, we're in Kroger's in Houston, Texas right now. See if you're down in Houston. Uh, pop on over to that Kroger over there. And uh, I think we're in four Kroger's right now in the Houston area. So if you're in Houston and and Kroger is your local grocery store, grab a 12-pack of Hard AF Seltzer. We're also in every single Total Wine in in the great state of Texas, as well as all throughout the Southeast. Uh, That includes Florida, Georgia, Alabama, Tennessee, North Carolina, and Ohio. Uh, North Carolina, we're in Wilmington at that Total Wine over there, and every single brunch is out there. On the coast, as well as Whiskey Creek Trail there on Masonboro Loop Drive. Huge fan of their buffalo chicken tandies, dog. I love them. Um, Plus, spring football is just around the corner. We're we're on all your favorite college campuses. University of Alabama, we're at Ramajama. Corks and Tops over there. Uh, We're at uh, Tiger Liquors at Auburn over there. Uh, University of Georgia, ABC Liquors. University Liquors up there in uh, Tennessee. Go Vols. UCF, we're at Pat's Liquors over there. And uh, up by University of Florida, the Total Wines uh, got us all stocked up, so we're good to go there. Ohio State, 14-0 Liquors there, as well as all the bars and restaurants uh, at Ohio State. Standard Hall on campus there. 
that sports bar down in the short north of Pint House. We're live there. Urban Myers Pint House out there in Dublin, Ohio. Many, many more. Click on the store locator at, on uh, hardafseltzer.com. Enter your city or zip code, and it'll take you to the closest location nearest you. If you're not in that state or one of those surrounding states, we still ship right to your house at hardafseltzer.com. Support us and support the show. But as far as like uh, Newsom goes on this interview, like he's saying the Republicans won't pass it and help get it there or whatever. Even the the interviewer is pushing back of like, well, there's funding for Ukraine in there. For Ukraine and Israel. And Israel. And it it also basically codifies into law that we can let two and a half million people in a year. Correct. Like that's not a deal, bud. And nobody's signing that. So the the big my biggest issue with it is, you know, after hearing all these guys talk about it on Sunday, is unless there is an executive order from the president, there is no way Congress or Senate will pass any of these fucking bills to shut down the border. So more and more shit like this fucking asshole who killed this uh, Georgia chick, that's going to be happening on a, on a weekly basis here because we're into the tens of millions now of illegals in this motherfucker. What do you, what's you reckon it's up to? Fucking 18 million probably? I'd say 18 to 22. Yeah, something like that. damn it, man. Uh, so this is going to get worse. Um, and then San Diego over the weekend, I don't know if you saw that. They just dropped him off in the middle of the streets. Buses and buses and buses there. And they were staying at a shelter down the street. Finally, the shelter uh, just said, hey, guys, we ran out of funding from the state. We're closed. You got to get the fuck out of there. So uh, they just sent four buses in, Greyhound buses, and then dropped them off in downtown San Diego yeah. uh, in the middle of the night. So this is going to get a lot fucking worse. Uh, why we have to send money to Ukraine and, uh, and Israel just to fund the fucking border is insane to me. Absolutely fucking insane. Uh, next up, speaking of Ukraine, Zelensky's full of shit. President uh, Vladimir Zelensky said on Sunday that 31,000 Ukrainian soldiers had been killed since Russia's full-scale invasion two years ago, giving the first official figure for more than a year. Zelensky told a news conference in Kiev, Kiev all over your face and chest, uh, that he could not disclose the number of wounded because it would help Russia and uh, their military planning. Uh, he did say 31,000 Ukrainian troops have been killed in this war, not 300,000, not 150,000. Uh, Russian President Putin is lying there, but nevertheless, this is a big loss for us. Ukraine has not put a number on its military losses since the end of 2022 when presidential aide uh, Mikhailo Podolak, whatever the fuck his name is, uh, said 13,000 Ukrainian soldiers had been killed since the invasion in, uh, on February 24th. Battlefield casualties are a highly sensitive subject in a country trying to reform how it mobilizes civilians into the army uh, to regenerate its forces after last year's counteroffensive proved unable to break through Russian lines. Is that number high to you or not? I thought it would be more, to be honest with you. 33,000 is a fucking pipe dream. He's at our 31,000. What, what is that number? What, what do you think it 150 really is? 150 to 200. Okay. Not including civilians. Gotcha. Yeah, he, he's, that's a lie. Um, it, it, it's, but, you know, I guess that's, that happens. It, it's funny how, like, the number they're saying about Ukraine is, is way too low, and the number are way too high, and the number saying about Russia is way too low. Like, oh, yeah, really? It's weird how it worked out in your favor like that. Even though every, every fucking body on earth says you're losing this war. Yeah. You fucking dumb dumb. 
Um, no, he's just begging. He, he's he's trying to, um, you know, as 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 rough as it sounds, people like to be part of the winning team. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I'm not saying that American politicians are going to start hanging out with Russia anytime soon, but nobody likes to feed money to a loser either. You know what I mean? Um, like the Koch Foundation, Americans for Prosperity, they definitely do not want Trump in office. They've made that pretty clear. Why? But they still, because they stand to make money at war. Mm. But okay. um, but <clears throat> even still, they're not funding Homegirl anymore. Headboard Haley. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah, done, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like there's a breaking point, and I think they've reached it with Ukraine. There's no more fucking appetite for that shit. So he's just trying to say, oh, it's not as bad. It's not as bad as it looks. Like, yeah, it's worse, actually. It is. Um, let me ask you this. With this, this border bill that's kind of up being tossed around right now, is this kind of the last you know, grasp for cash for this guy? Because I, there's no way we're going to keep funding this thing forever. Um, I watched uh, one of the guys who works for our Homeland Defense team Talking out there of like, oh, well, you know, if we don't give them money, they're going to lose this war. And that's not that's not what we do as Americans. It was like, I no, we're not paying for somebody else's fucking war. Like, yeah, we shouldn't be doing this goddamn thing. And he's trying to give money over there. But how how far can this go? Do they just want this stretched out for years and years and years? And then we're just funding this entire thing. Um, Yeah. Yes. I mean, at a certain point, you don't care that you're losing, you know, let's say your number's correct there, of 150 to 200,000 mm-hmm. soldiers. You don't care how many people you're losing over there just because you're getting rich, one person? Well, yeah, he's gotten incredibly rich. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zelensky has. Um, but he's a puppet, right? I mean, he's no different than, than Manuel Noriega or the Shah in the early days or any of these other motherfuckers that we've propped up in power. Um, He's going to get while the getting's good, you know? Yeah. Um, but as far as policy goes, they can't win the fight. No. And now, now, now there's talk uh, of, of uh, Ukraine joining NATO. They were talking about it over the weekend. Like, seriously, like, hey, we're, it's, it's about time for Ukraine to join NATO. But who was talking about that? NATO? Uh, yeah. Some, some, uh, some executive dickhole from NATO. Which is a mistake. It's, uh, I mean, I, so it's an interesting question. Does that, would, would, would somebody joining NATO during an ongoing conflict, one, is that even possible? And two, would it immediately invoke Article 5 which is, of the NATO Charter, which means we have to go fight to? Mm-hmm. I don't know how that would even work, to be honest. I don't know much about that, but um, yeah. I don't either, <laughs> but uh, I, look, as this stupid thing keeps fucking rolling along here, uh, let's go back to the Putin interview with Tucker Carlson, for example. He said, Putin said, uh, this war would end in two weeks if the United States just stopped funding Ukraine and, mm-hmm. uh, and their aircraft and all that other shit. Sure. Um, do you believe that's possible? Uh, that's, that's a fact. Okay. So, but but not, not for what you think. Like People would say, yeah, they would just roll over Ukraine and take it over if we weren't helping them, and that would be the end of the war. It's like, no, they would... Zelensky would be forced to negotiate a peace deal like they were trying to do before Boris Johnson tanked it. You okay. I mean, um, and you know, say what you want. You can, I, I, it's, it's not a judgment one. Yes or no, or right or wrong or any of that shit. Russia's got the power and Ukraine has something they want. You know what I mean? A lot of countries in the middle East felt that over the past 20 years because of the United States. And then before that, a lot of countries in South America felt that because of the United States. Right. Yeah. So 
judge it however you want, I guess, but don't pretend like we're the good guys. No, not at all. Uh, but looking at it, I, I think if Trump gets in there, he's not funding this fucking bullshit. Um, you know, maybe he, he, he's got a, the one track record I guess he does have is not starting new wars, but he never stopped bombing Yemen. Right. I don't know anything about it. I'm telling you that he never stopped bombing Yemen. Right? Okay. So and then, the, but you said Obama did as well, right? Everybody has. Yeah. Why is that? What it is about that fucking place the of that Hormuz. we've been bombing it for the forever? Of, the Strait of Hormuz, the Red Sea, that area. Shipping. Shipping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's Iran. That's one of their proxies is the Houthi. Now, who knows if, um, again, this is another one of these right wing, this new version of the right wing who is completely blackpilled from reality and thinks everything is a conspiracy theory uh, that believes that the CIA and Mossad created Hamas. It's not true. I mean, definitely um, uh, Mossad and Netanyahu had, they allowed it to happen for sure. That part's true. I don't know what role the CIA may have played in it. I wouldn't be surprised if they were involved because they fucking, they they suck at everything. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, They've never done anything right. But, um, they certainly allowed it to happen, which is, I guess, maybe just as bad. Hard to say if that's the case in Yemen. I mean, we've been straight up bombing that place for 15 fucking years, and somehow the the Houthi group is bigger than it ever has been. It's like, what are we fucking bombing them with, fertilizer? You know what I mean? Um, I, don't, I don't know what's going on there, but I do know they attack our fucking shipping vessels all the time. Yeah, so I guess, because uh, my, my big question then is, um, I didn't know this was going on, by the way, for either president, um, until uh, obviously you and I have discussed it on the show before. If we've been bombing Yemen for that long, how the fuck has this never ended, and how are they just keep popping up people over and over and over again for fucking 12 years? Because <clears throat> well, if you're looking at eight for Obama, right, mm-hmm. four for Trump, and then I think Biden bombed him recently, right? So wasn't mm-hmm. that maybe a month ago, six weeks ago, somewhere in there? How big is that country and how many fucking bombs do we have to send over to that goddamn place to make it a parking lot then? Um, more, I guess. I don't know. Are we just not doing a good enough job then? I don't know that solved problems don't get out the vote, right? Like you can skin a sheep only one time, but you can shear it many times, right? So it's like if you keep that war going, we can keep sending $65,000 javelin rockets. Or dropping fucking $5 million bombs on them. Yeah. And somebody's getting paid. That would be my guess. Um, I wanted to, uh, to pop in an extra story here. Forgive me if you guys don't mind. Um, I, have you been following this Aaron Bush, Bushnell thing today? It's, it's not extra. It's the last story. Oh, it is. I'm so, I apologize here. Uh, then we'll get to it uh, as we get there. Um, allegedly, CNN just played his last words live on air here. Well, his last words were free Palestine. They were, yeah. yeah. But... Spoken through the voice of someone who was on fire. On fire. <laughs> Is yeah. that the last story down there? Okay, great. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. It's a fucking idiot. Yeah, because I, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, maybe I'm missing something. I wanted to ask you about it because um, the guy was military. Uh, next up. We got some seal smut, which I love. This here. is my favorite story this Same. week. It is insane. Same. And this I great. I feel bad for this dude because you know he's getting fucking lit up. Uh, I love it so much. Yeah. The mother of a veteran who is running for Congress writes erotic books about service members, including sexually laden stories about seals like her son. Uh, and she has admitted uh, she has steamy special operator fantasies. Sharon Hamilton has authored dozens of erotic fictional tales about military men in remote lo- locales with uh, book titles such as 
cruising for a seal and seal my love. She is also the mother of Cameron Hamilton, a former Navy SEAL, who is currently running for Virginia's 7th Congressional District here. Oh, fuck. Can you pop these up on screen here? Damn it, man. Look at that. Second time love. Son of a bitch, dude. SEAL Brotherhood Legacy. Yeah. Look at that, dude. Holy shit. Uh, Cameron served on uh, SEAL Team 8 for four deployments. Uh, According to his campaign site, he spent 10 years total in the U.S. Armed Forces. Uh, Cameron is a Christian, a husband, and a father of three young children. His campaign said in a statement to DailyMail.com, he does not condone the genre in which his mother writes, and he does not read her books. Cameron loves his mother dearly and is proud of her achievements as a New York Times bestselling author, but her chosen genre of writing does not reflect his values. I guess you got to say that if you're a Republican because of the Christian right. Right. I guess. But I wonder what percentage of the suburban women in Virginia in the district that he's running in have read Fifty Shades of Grey, for example. I'm not sure this is necessary for him to say something negative, to be honest. Uh, look, you're running for office here. And this is why I think, uh, who, was the, who was the dude from Long Island, George Santos? Mm. Why he was a fucking plant. If you could dig and find this, you, you tell me you couldn't find anything on Santos during the election? There? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's fucking crazy yeah. to me. Um, so but- she, this woman, uh, her husband, and I, presumably Cameron's father, was uh, an Air Force veteran who served in Vietnam. Um, in a 2015 interview with USA Today, she described how she'd spend her time if she was stranded on an island with the military hero of her choosing. Bob, can you read this? <laughs> it's in the note. Well, I don't know. Just you can just search for. Uh, um, uh, so she's in a 20. She described yeah. it. Spent, yeah, I definitely want a Navy SEAL, preferably one from SEAL Team Six. Yeah, Rob. Rob O'Neill, dude. Yeah, he's available. He just had a baby. Sure did. Sure did. Um, there's more. Uh, uh, with the million-dollar training and a sixth sense for danger, he'd not only protect me by getting me, uh, he'd not only protect me by getting and staying real close, he'd probably be a fun guy to hang around, the author answered. Uh, as I always say in my books, hunky heroes always. Sure, it's optional. Yes. Seals can swim, improvise from their environment, Learn how to survive in extreme conditions. Oh, and one other little factoid. I've been told they tend to be on the hot and bothered side around women. Now that's just fine. Yeah. No mention of their volleyball skills, which is interesting. It is interesting. Um, but they would protect that booty. Yeah, that that's kind of brutal. I would definitely, I mean, if I was running against this guy, I would definitely... Read an excerpt live on stage. I would stage. certainly bring up about how his mom sort of wanted to fuck him. Yeah, I mean, it's weird, man. It's weird, Yeah, to be honest. It kind of makes me want to find out if he's got um, a sister and try to date her and just start get into that Thanksgiving just one time. This is, And just see how it goes at Thanksgiving 2024. This is great. yeah. Because that'll be like three weeks after the election, right? Yep. He'll know if he won or lost, and then there'll be some blame, maybe. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but when he led with uh, I'm a Christian... Number one here, you know exactly why he released a statement. If that's what you're leading with there, yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly what it is. So it's sort of like uh, 
when you say like, look, I don't want to sound racist, but when you start with I'm a Christian, oh yeah, yeah. something <laughs> yeah. horrible is yeah. about yeah. to follow. Uh, and that's the thing that, that, that plagues Republicans is uh, you, you fall into that. That's part of your base there. And then you got you to gotta live it. Uh, Bobert was the one. Didn't she just switch districts um, for oh, that it, reason? It may, have been re- it may have been redistricted. It was redrawn, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. Okay. Yeah, and um, she, she's in a, like a more conservative even than before. But I don't. Right. Is she getting primary? I don't know what's going on out there. She uh, well, she had to release a statement, you know. She's out, like out jacking Grand. off that dude in the theater. Well, hey, I mean, you know, Dick pops up, you deal with Dick. That's the way it is. I man. agree. She's a problem solver. She is indeed getting primary. Uh, mm. It says she switched districts, though. Actually, yeah. Mm. So yeah. it was not a, a redraw, or maybe it was redrawn, and they they're calling it switching districts. But yeah, yeah. she was like, "Fuck it." Uh, what does that headline say? This one, Lauren Boebert switched districts in a bid to stay in Congress. Winning over voters won't be easy. It will be easy. If she can jack them all off, dude, she's going to win. And that's what I think she should do. Go door-to-door jacking off dudes. You kind of got to win suburban women in most places. like that. She's in West Colorado, I think near Grand Junction or something like that. So it's probably uh, pretty right out there. But... I don't know, man. You can't look. The, she she didn't have a big margin of victory no, the second time. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's because everybody found out that she's from McDonald's. It's like, oh shit, look, dude. She got bull, she got know. new tits. No, she's jacking dudes no. off in theaters. Corey, it's great. She, she and Corey Bush, I think, intellectually speaking, are peers. Sure. I, look, I vote for for heavies, though. You know what I'm saying. Mm. Um, even if I'm in AOC's district, like I want to see the other candidates' heavies. If they're not, you know, big naturals like that, sorry, I can't. What if it's a dude and he had a big hog? Yeah, I, for sure. Um, like the guy in New York who was uh, who was banging that porn star that we showed in the show last election. Oh, he had a not a big hog. Right, that's why he didn't win. Yeah. So yeah. I'm saying, if you had a, a huge hog, then yeah, yeah, you would win. I'd vote for you, and you lead with that hog. Matter of fact, you probably let it speak if you can. AI a voice coming yeah. out of your ding dong. Yeah, hole? maybe. Yeah. I actually have some giant hog content for you. Uh-oh. Do you really? What do you got there? Our old our friends. Uh, oh yeah. Our bros over there. It's uh, yeah. Friday beers. Our do you know friend. that you were addicted? Um, just about four years ago, New Year's Eve, I had taken a lot that night, and the next morning, I woke up with an erection the size of Jupiter, <laughs> so big that I had to literally turn my head. Just to see the end of it. And when I got to the end of my shaft, I saw the head resting on my wife's neck. She was dead. The weight of my penis had suffocated her overnight. I knew then, never again, I had to stop taking penis enlargement pills. So you stopped? Of course I stopped. Yes, yes. Stopped. <laughs> Did you know that you... God, uh, damn, those yeah, guys they're the, are good. They're the best in the biz right now. Oh, big fans. Yep. Big fans of that. What's the <laughs> account, Bob? Is that an entrepreneur one? Entrepreneur, yeah. 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 God, it's a good But one. it's probably on Friday beers, too. They cross-post everything. Yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, next up, spring break yourself, fool. Innocent tourists have been caught up in the crossfire of warring Mexican cartels right before spring break. Cancun's right around the corner. Cozumel's right around the corner. Puerto Vallarta right around the corner. Cabo. Don't go. All right. 
Visitors from around the world have become collateral damage with some being wiped off the face of the earth uh, as rules have changed, according to an expert down there. It comes as four Mexican drug cartels are reportedly murdering to assert dominance over an 80-mile stretch of resorts. Uh, in just the last two weeks, it has been reported that a number of people from the U.S. have seen gruesome violence or been randomly targeted. A California woman was killed in the crossfire near Tulum. Oh, no shit. God damn it, dude. I used to like Tulum. Tulum had the, what, two years ago, the guy fucking came out on a jet ski, two guys, and started just dumping spraying it in the crowd. The, or yeah, spraying the beach. Uh, My guess is that particular resort was under the protection of one of the cartels, and they were doing damage to it to weaken their position. Mm, right. Gotcha. Like old school numbers games. Okay. Mob, or protection racket with the mob. Okay. Uh, a man from uh, New York was abducted uh, with his eyes taped closed and then dumped into a jungle. That doesn't sound... That's a game show, <laughs> to be honest. That's just a fucking really aggressive game show. Jay Ames III, um, a private honest. investigator, told Fox News Digital, these events are just a normal day for the people of Mexico. He said, it's uh, all horrifying to us. Uh, but to people in Mexico, it's just another Tuesday. <laughs> this happens all the time, all over the country. He explained that cartels are changing the criminal rules. Previously, they were said to abide by a code similar to that of uh, the Italian mob. But now it's happening in areas that used to be off limits. Uh, the PI said in the old days, you weren't allowed to target women or children. You weren't allowed to encroach on another cartel's territory. And the resorts were off limits. Cartels wanted to fly under the radar as much as they could. He also added the rules have changed. That old guard code is out the window. Uh, the resorts are open shop. Government leaders want to protect tourism, which has been the country's legal economic foundation for decades, with there being an estimated $66 million in international, nope. oh, 66 million international visitors yep. in 2022 alone. But That's Armas wild. says uh, even the tourist destinations are now war zones. So uh, I was one of those kids. I used to go on spring break down there all the time. And what we were told going down there was the exact same thing. Look, you're fine in, inside the resorts. Mm -hmm. Do not venture off someplace on some fucking jungle tour or whatever the fuck it is. You know, you want to go see the ruins and take a gypsy cab or something like that. You're on your own, but the cartels would never uh, fuck with the resorts. That that's not happening anymore. So yeah, I wouldn't send my fucking kids down there for sure. And uh, you know, Panama City is just as fun for Christ's sakes. Uh, they the, don't do it anymore. The drinking laws are uh, 18 in Mexico. That's the big difference. But PCB canceled spring break. Yeah. No, did they really? Years ago, yeah, like 2014. I th I thought they brought it back because of that hurricane. I mean, Shaq, they, Bob, they can't stop you from spring breaking though. They can stop you from drinking on the beach. So it killed spring break. Yeah, eh. I'd rather drink at my house. Pull up PCB, Bob. I got to know the answer to this. If I go to La Vela, it's it, is, is it not open anymore? Is Club Avela still closed? Is it closed? Is it open? Is it closed? I'm sure the clubs are still open. Because it was the fucking MTV spring breakdown there a couple years ago. They had uh, old school shit, the bands, everything going on. And, uh, and it was a fucking blast. Uh, they're taking they shut that down? Actually, this is a new story from four days ago. Okay. Panama City Beach officials are taking steps to once again shut down a section of the beach during spring break. Uh, it looks like... For fun or for... For fun. Yay. There you go. 
So they're going to have fun there? No, they're shutting down the fun. Oh, I thought they were shutting down the beach so everybody could have fun. No, they're going to just close the beach from March 15th to April 30th. God damn it, dude. Will you play the the sad song there for PCB? That hurts. The the, the Angels song. God damn. That was an angelic place to go, guys. The amount of booze, drugs, and fun you could have in Panama City Beach. (laughs) God damn it, it would, it would last you the rest of the year. That's why you went. That one week got you through the rest of the fucking year. And now it's all to shit. Uh, what else does Florida have then? Is Daytona back? Because Daytona was down for a while. I think there's still a lot of other spring break spots in Florida, but PCB. Key yeah. West. Miami's too expensive, man. And, uh, and they, they card and it's aggressive. It's hard to get in the Key clubs. Key West. Key West rocks. All right. I'm down for Key West. I haven't been. You guys, did you guys ever go to Key West? Yes. How was it? It's great. Great. You care to elaborate or no? Not really. That's a podcast. Why would you? I understand that. You've seen one spring break. You've seen them all, you know? Not really, dude. Uh, So I'll go through my fan faves. Um, Cancun was was number one with a bullet, man. You could do anything you fucking wanted there, and it was great. Uh, Again, 18 to drink. Clubs were all fun. All that other shits. PCB was up there for sure. Um, Myrtle Beach, obviously. Myrtle! The only problem with Myrtle is you're kind of up the coast a little bit. It's, it's hit and miss whether or not the weather's going to be nice. Because uh, sometimes it would be too cold there. Myrtle Beach is a fucking shithole. Yeah. I love it, though. It's, I, lo- I love I that know. it's a shithole. It's, it's right? a place for people that like medium well steaks. Yeah. It's great, dude. <laughs> it's fucking great. So is Panama City. Miami's dope, but there's, no, there's like a, no, not a spring You can't break get in Miami, there, no. Yeah. And it's too expensive. Man. What, are you going to send your kid there with fucking yeah. 80 grand? You can't, yeah, you can't go to... Miami with a hundred bucks on Fuck a drink no. of a drinking budget. That's true. Yeah, your, your drinks are twenty five bucks a piece. Yeah, in Miami. I mean you could still go to the liquor store and buy a, a fucking handle of pop offs, right? And make yeah. it work. You can go hobo. Yeah. You can hobo it, but yeah. it's not as fun. There. What about uh, Padre? How does Padre? Did you guys ever go to Padre? Let's go Padre. My wife did uh, spring break in Padre. What'd she say? Um, she met this cool guy named Rory back in the day, and um, yeah, I guess it was a lot of fun. They're still friends. Wow, you sound kind of salty about that, Bob. You wanna, you wanna talk about Is it? Is that real? Wait, isn't your kid named Rory? Hmm. Yeah, that's not the. But that's just um, that's coincidence. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. What? Wait, did she name the kid after the guy she used to date? No, no, it's what just crazy? Rory, dude. Rory McElroy, this is right? A normal name. Normal name. No, Bob. I've only heard it out of your child and Rory McElroy. No, there was one on the Gilmore Girls too. I think. Yeah, Rory Gilmore. <laughs> You're crazy. That's the three examples in the history of human beings. Oh, Bob. She named it after. You're crazy. Bob. I think we need to get a fucking, we need to get uh, 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 Maury Povich in here. I know. For one last episode. You were not the father, Bob. Uh, well. What kind of dance would you do? <laughs> I mean, if you've seen this kid, you know that it's Bob's kid. He looks just like him. It's fucking creepy as shit. To be honest, yeah, but, yeah, it's, I, I think it's definitely your kid, but it's worth a test. The only way case. you can really that's tell that's what is, I told him when he came around. Yeah, who Roy was kind of around <laughs> sniffing. Yeah, hey, is that my kid? Huh? My is that huh? my kid? Oh fuck, dude, that's funny. Yeah, if you're out there, man, spring breaking's hard these days. Oh, I thought you were talking bitch. about. I thought you were talking to Rory. No, I'm not. If you're out there, do you want to come check this kid out? No, that's, <laughs> uh, that's actually Gary's kid. So Gary texted me happy birthday yesterday. Oh yeah, world's biggest piece of shit, Gary Faust. And I say, you know what my wish was? He goes, what? And I go, that you would see your kid again. 
And he died laughing. Yeah, but goes, now it won't come true because you told him. No, he goes, he goes, he wrote back, no lying. He goes, looks like you wasted your wish, friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a good wish if the person you're wishing for doesn't even want it. <laughs> oh, he's funny as shit. I love that guy. Fuck, he's not going to live long, but I love him. No, dude. he'll be dead. In Those two guys weeks. are going hard these days on the mm-hmm. road right now. Man, if they're in a, ser- a city near you, go see them now because they're not going to be alive in three years. Uh, last but not least, here uh, the Elf, the, the the Air Force self uh, emulation. Um, man, this one's a brutal one. I hate to laugh, but like also, this was some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen here. Mm. Uh, fire officials and police in Washington D.C. responded after an active duty Air Force member set himself on fire. Outside the Israeli embassy on Sunday afternoon, D.C. Fire and EMS said it responded to a call uh, about a person on fire outside the Israeli embassy just before 1 p.m. D.C. police said it was uh, they responded to the 3500 block of the International Drive Northwest around 1 p.m. to assist the U.S. Secret Service. Officials arrived to find the fire extinguished uh, by the U.S. Uh, Secret Service members. And we do have video here on this one. We're on Patreon. We can show this, right? Uh, I guess, but I don't think there's any reason. I don't. I don't want to give this guy any fucking press. Well, they honest. blurred it out. Go to the one on. Uh... Yeah, there you go. Um, do you want the t- one that from the notes that Dan sent, or do you want the CNN clip of? Because I have both. Oh, uh, go to the CNN clip. Yeah, let's. See well, that. I mean, that one is blurred. I haven't out seen too. the. Yeah, I haven't seen the CNN clip. Go ahead. We're on Patreon. Fuck it. All right. Twitter's being stupid. Hold on. Press play on that Maguire. Twitter was being annoying. There we go. Because I caught the other video earlier. About a deadly post outside the Israeli embassy in Washington. Authorities identified Aaron Bushnell as the person who, on Sunday, set himself on fire. The 25-year-old was an active duty member of the U.S. Air Force. CNN's Gabe Cohen joins us now with the details. And, And Gabe, this is something that he did in protest. Yeah, that's correct. And we're learning much more about this 25-year-old active-duty airman, uh, Aaron Bushnell, as you mentioned. He's from San Antonio, Texas, and he live-streamed his actions on Sunday in broad daylight on the streets of D.C. outside the Israeli embassy. We are not going to show that video. It is extremely graphic and disturbing. I have watched the video. I can tell you at the beginning, at the start of it, you can see Bushnell walking up to the embassy on the street in his military fatigues. Uh, He's speaking calmly to the camera. I want to read a portion of what he says. He said, uh, quote, I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it is not extreme at all. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal. He then goes on to pour some sort of accelerant, it looks like, on his head out of a water bottle he was carrying, and then he lights himself on fire, Boris, and as the flames engulf him, you can hear him yelling, free Palestine, free Palestine, again and again, until finally he collapses, and that is when officers, you can see them race in, one of them with a fire extinguisher in their hands, trying to put out the flames, but it takes time, and as we have learned, uh, Bushnell died in the hospital at some point later on. Yeah, the video is uh, kind of funny, look, to really be honest. Yes, yeah, so, um, I, so I watched the video. Yeah, he says, like, some dude runs over, and he's like, we need fire extinguishers, not guns, because some dude, uh, uh, like a Secret Service guy, is pointing a gun at him. Mm-hmm. It's like, 
his job isn't to put out fires. It's to put out lights. Yep. You know, exactly of terrorist assholes. Um, Bob, since you're on Twitter, go to Jill Stein's Twitter really quickly. Um, I caught this. I caught this. And I think maybe I responded to it. I don't remember, but it's, uh, yeah, this one. So she posted the picture of him on fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, read the quote there. She quotes him. What re- she, uh, rest in power, Aaron Bushnell. I will no longer be complicit in genocide, free Palestine. Quoting him. Uh, May his sacrifice deepen our commitment to stop genocide now. Now, what did I say? Uh, right below here. Join him. <laughs> That's, this is honestly a fucked up tweet, though. Like, she's kind of like... Hey, good job. You did a good thing. Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. I know. So, I read it. Like, be against fucking whatever the war in Gaza all you want. If that's sure. Thing, but well, like, no, she's fuck? Jill Stein's really pushing the green initiative, right? Yeah. That's her thing. And there's nothing greener than killing everybody. Yes. No, no. Killing yourself. Oh, yeah. Gets rid of your carbon footprint. So. Sure does. And, yeah. and, and you're both your footprints. Damn. I don't know if we can show it this. It gets rid of all your footprints. Why do you, why? Because <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, though. Him lighting himself on fire? Uh, yeah, but I watched it, but it's like Mortal Kombat Scorpion f- fatality, basically. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we, yeah, we can't yeah, for sure. That. It'll for get sure. Our, it'll get our fucking because everybody's trying to share this video now. It'll get our uh, backup nuked. Um, but do go to my Twitter really quickly because I just I just reposted one. Um, <clears throat> that's also really funny. There we go. It's it's like a fucking Air Force commercial. Mm-hmm. Ignite your career. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Look at that, dude. This other one—I don't want to fucking be a dick. If you want to see it, it's on Twitter, and it's Midnight Mitch is the account. Midnight. Yeah, Mitch. Bob, go go to it and just show uh, Ross. Don't fucking put it up on the screen though, because I don't know if this one will get us nuked or not. <laughs> Ignite your career is is, uh, oh, yeah. is a really good one though. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> Which one do you want? Oh, Mortal Kombat. I think you'll you'll see. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the real video. Of him Holy on shit, fire! Dude. Yeah, I don't wow. think we should. Put no, that we, we, yeah, we definitely shouldn't. But um, I mean, the guy stays up for a surprising amount of time. There, you know. Yeah, um, you know, it takes a while for fire to kill you. It does. It's not easy. It's not a quick process. No, there. and by the way, fuck this guy. Yeah, man, I, I don't understand. If you really wanted to help free Palestine, why not just go to Palestine yeah, and you're, fight for those guys? You're, you're they need an, help. You're an Air Force dude. Fucking go kid up. Yep. They need help Tough over guy. there. They need, they need help. Lighting yourself on fire, what is that, that going to do? He was probably suicidal anyways, and he just wanted his death to mean something. That would be my guess. And I'm not, I'm not kidding about that. That's probably what it was, but that's really fucking stupid. Dumb. Because again, if you really believed in freeing Palestine, you can go there pretty easily. Oh, yeah, just or you could donate your body to fucking science. There's it, a million dude. things you could do to help people. Or just go. I mean, <clears throat> go. It's it's that easy. Of like, hey man, I'm yeah. gonna hop into the war and help people out. Now on the other end of this stupid bullshit is Kid Rock. Yeah, who is a fucking retard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An yeah. absolute fucking piece of shit idiot. He'll never fucking come near the show again. I I, I agree. So which which one did you get? Did you? Are you talking about the Rogan interview? Yeah. Okay. So I did you see Rogan's post? Mm-mm. 
his post, I texted it to you guys, I think on Friday, Bob, but um, if you go to Joe Rogan's feed, uh, it's a picture of him in, in his guest. Oh, yeah. And he's, he's always done it, right? Uh, whoever's on the show, mm-hmm. hey, here's me and so-and-so. And he goes, had a great time drinking at Bud Lights with Kid Rock on today's show. Mm-hmm. Enjoy it. <clears throat> Look, we told you this months I, ago. I don't care about that. I've never cared about this stupid Bud Light shit. But like, I told you they were buying off everyone. Like yeah. that, and and, then, and it's fine. If you're Kid Rock, though, Rogan, you're going to get bought off. Kid Rock Kid was Rock literally did. drinking Bud Light like two weeks after he's blowing them up. Yeah, check yeah. it out. What if Bud oh. Light didn't buy Kid Rock? What if Kid Rock was always full of shit? Nope. Yes. So I, we got confirmation, Bob. So I figured this one out because I think we talked about this on RPR a long time ago. And I believe you pulled up the menu from his bar because we had a meeting with them about getting uh, Hard AF Seltzer in there. And, uh, and I was shocked to find out that Bud Light was still in the bar because a lot of people pulled it from uh, Broadway. Yep. Uh, Big and Rich, a bunch of other musicians, and they were looking to, to fill it with other products. And uh, he's been bought for a longer time than people actually know here. But uh, they're buying up everyone. What did he say? I didn't watch the actual interview. What did, what did he say there? Um, well, a couple of things. But he said that... Um we should go into Palestine and start bombing people. Um, the civilians voted for them, and they're not helping to get those hostages back, so they start killing you know, 30,000, 40,000 of them at a time, and then they'll change their tune pretty quick. A couple of things on that. One, we ain't doing shit. You're a fucking coward. You've never spent one day of your life serving this country, not one second of one day. Your entire persona's fake. You're full of shit from the very fucking beginning, Robert. You're a poser. He's from Bruce Township, not Detroit. He's from a fucking gated community an hour north of Detroit where he lived in a fucking... Uh, mansion. Uh, we showed it on the show He lived before. in a fift- like 5,600 square foot mansion. His dad had like a fucking Mercedes dealership chain mm-hmm. and, and shit like that. Uh, he lived on a 22-room estate on five and a half acres with a five-car garage, a three-stall horse barn, a regulation tennis court, swimming pool hot tub wet bar he is a privileged white child yeah that's pretending to be this thing and has made himself even richer than he already was by scamming all of you so what else did he say in this interview by the way uh do you watch it in the entirety um not no i didn't watch the entirety of it but for this particular clip bob you can go to uh amiri king's twitter oh i love amiri king yeah he, I, whenever you say his name, I'm just glad that he's still alive. I mean, he's I got like American. five kids, so he's not going anywhere. I know, but it's... There it is. Yeah. So you can play this clip. This is a clip from Rogan that, that everybody's up in arms about, I guess. All right, play it. I haven't seen this. It's like, they should just go in there and be like, you know what? We want our hostages back. If we don't have them back, clock starts now in fucking 24 hours. We're going to start bombing motherfuckers and killing fucking civilians. 30,000, 40,000 a fucking time. So you civilians better fucking pack up and fucking get these fucking motherfuckers and t- you you go against Hamas. You fucking go against them. Israel's doing it. It's like he's a fucking pussy. He's he's never been in a fight in his fucking life. He grew up rich, then he was famous, and he's had fucking armed security around him for the rest of his life. Mm-hmm. He's a coward. Yeah. Only only a piece of shit would even suggest something like that. And anybody that thinks he's an American badass, I have some lakefront property or some oceanfront property in Arizona to sell you. He is completely full of shit. (laughs) 
Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't none too plus about the Bud Light thing on my. my I, don't, I don't care about the Bud Light thing. I did, man. If you're gonna, I mean, it do, shows if you're how gonna fucking do it, and then take their fucking money right afterwards, like it's all just a fucking grift. Like so. Well, yeah, I, he's. I mean, his whole life is a grift, though. That's he, the point. He got one of his most famous songs early on. Like the line everyone's saying along to, what like I can smell a pig from a mile away, like talking shit on the cops, and then right. he's Mr. Thin Blue he's Line, back the blue. Yeah, like yeah, 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 he's yeah. always been totally full of shit. Yeah, he he's he's just a a pampered, diapered up white kid. Yep, that's out here like fucking uh, cosplaying as a tough guy. He's never done any tough guy shit in his life. Like, give me one tough guy bona fide. One thing you did. Climb Kilimanjaro. What'd you do? <laughs> Bob, you fucking piece of shit. Fuck this guy. Yeah, I'm all good on Kid Rock as well. Uh, now it's time for the Drinking Bro of the Week. Go to drinkingbros.com and submit. Um, the store is stocked up over there. Uh, bro boxes starting here in what? Shit, three days, four days, D'Anthony? Um, whatever March 1st is, yeah. Yeah, got And damn you it, have, dude. by the way, I want to reiterate this. <clears throat> If you are signed up for the Bro Box for the first one by March 1st, mm-hmm. then you are entered into a contest where you and a guest will be flown to Austin. And you, the two of you, yep. myself, Ross, Jared, and whomever else we Jesse, decide to bring. Jesse wants Jesse, to go. It's Olive whom, Garden. Whomever else we bring. We're all, and, and it'll probably be Black Kevin. It'll probably be fucking Laser and all these other assholes. Yeah. We're going to Olive Garden. Yes. And we're shutting that place down. Do your worst. It might be the last dinner service that particular one ever does depending on how we feel that night so you know do what you want but i feel like that's worth it i do too so sign up for the bro box and drinkingbros.com and uh, you'll be entered into the contest one of you at random we're going to fly out here and take you to a nice olive garden dinner uh because maybe you don't have family at home or maybe you don't have an olive garden maybe the all of the olive gardens are closed where you are they're they're thriving and you can't find acts you don't have access to high quality italian food the olive garden i drove by in kyle the other day was fucking thriving dude it was packed people were outside they were they were just loving it dude i love it too i can't wait to go with you so sign up for the bro box and then the creed shirt is in there right now bob pop that up right there creed 2024 can you take me higher I'll be wearing that on 9-11 in Dallas at the Creed concerts. Uh, if that is indeed going. the one we go to. There's other shows. It is. But I think it's that's 9/11, the one. It's 9-11, dude. Yeah. We're, I'm not, not going on 9 <clears throat> We're going on 9-11, dude. Yeah. People have already started buying tickets. Uh, listeners have already started buying tickets. We'll be there on 9-11, dude. Have we heard anything about the UFC shit? Uh, no. Working on that now. I get a call with Ari after this, so we'll, uh, we'll find out. Um, we'll know soon. But uh, go to drinkabros.com, submit, and then sign up for the Bro Box, and you could win that trip to join us at Olive Garden here in Austin, where you can do your worst. Okay, friends? Do your worst. Uh, this week's uh, submission here, Drinking Bros submission, was uh, Cole Lewis, uh, listener for six years here, um, and he's nominating Mark McIntyre, who is deceased. It mm. says, uh, says, hey, guys, I'd like to nominate my close friend, uh, Mark a.k.a. Mac McIntyre, uh, deceased for Drinking Bro of the Week. Mac was a great friend of mine um, that I policed with before I got out of the profession. He was a high school substitute teacher and a football coach in Staten Island, New York, and an Army veteran. He moved to Georgia 
to live in the lands of Republicans. Well, it used to be, friend. I used to live there. Uh, where he became a deputy sheriff uh, at the Spalding County Sheriff's Office. I know Spalding County. Uh, met Mac while working at the SO in 2017, where we became close friends despite our age gap. We would hang out on and off duty and had a group chat going uh, with another friend of ours where we would talk shit nonstop. On December 29th, 2023, Mac was tragically killed in the line of duty. He was a great dude that would light up any room uh, and made it his goal that everyone had uh, a great time and felt important. You've never seen him. Uh, he wouldn't give you a hug. If, he, if you've never met him or seen him, uh, he would give you a hug or a kiss on the cheek. Mac left behind a fiance and two children. Uh, there will never be another dude like him, so please raise a glass to Mac. Thanks, you guys. No, thank you, man. Uh, thanks for uh, supporting the show and your submissions. Uh, and again, you can go to drinkingbros.com and fill out the submission form. It comes to us in our email inbox live on air, and we can read them out to you here. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. Also, head on over to Spotify. We're above 8,000. Just get us to 10. I'll shut the fuck up. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony Holloway, I'm Ross Patterson. This is Drinking Bros. Fake News. Good night, everyone. <laughs>